some friendships are meant to be a lifetime while others are meant to be just a part of your life or just be there for that yeah. certain moment or be that for there yeah. for that chunk of time or come into your life at a new new point because there's always room to make new friends. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And happy Monday and welcome back for another episode. Thanks for tuning in to us. We know you love us, so we really appreciate it. And yeah, I need to know, Hannah, I need to know your take really quickly. This has been going on for weeks now at this point, and... I don't know when it's going to end, and I just need to know your whole opinion on, like, is it, like, the Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez gate? Like, that whole situation. Um, I am invested. Okay. First of all, first and foremost, as if our Instagram <clears throat> at the Gals Guy Pod didn't already establish... Um, Team we Selena. Team Selena. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't even, like, we did not practice that beforehand. Like, obviously, <laughs> hello. Hi. How you doing? I literally scrolled on TikTok and watched. I, like, went to this girl's page, and then she had, like, um, like a Selena and Haley, like, coincidences, like, tab. I watched mm-hmm. all of the videos last night, and I was just like, how? Like, what is happening what what yeah. is going through Haley Bieber's mind right now? Like, what? So, where do we think she is? So, should we let's break it down for the people who are like, what is going on? Like, who are these people? Like, what is all the drama? So, basically, we all know Haley Bieber is Justin Bieber's wife. We've been here, we've known this, but um, Selena used to date him. Long history, but as of recently, it's. It feels like such high school, like, drama. Oh, my drama. gosh. It feels like petty high school mean girls. And it's just spiraling are, out in front of the whole world. And, like, people are, like, digging deep. Mm-hmm. Well, and not even just, not even really digging deep. But people are just, like, showing coincidences and, like, things that, like, are very similar between things that Selena has done and then Haley has done. Like later on. Why so obsessed with me? Honestly, I wanna know. I like uh, <laughs> so it's all kind of started really again when Selena overtook Kylie Jenner as the most followed woman on Instagram, which I she originally was, and then Kylie I guess overtook her, and then Selena reclaimed her throne as the yeah, most followed as woman she should. on Instagram. Yeah. And uh basically there was a TikTok user devotedly yours that was posting theories about uh, Kylie possibly making fun of Selena on Instagram stories with Haley Bieber, and basically three hours after Selena Gomez had posted a TikTok saying she accidentally overlaminated her eyebrows, Jenner posted a photo of her own face with text reading "This was an accident?" question mark question mark, and then posted a FaceTime screenshot with Bieber that focused on their eyebrows. The TikTok user claimed in her video that this was casting shade on Gomez. If this sounds stupid to you, trust us that it feels just as cringe for us to repeat it. I know. <laughs> but, like, when I saw the photo, I was like, I mean, why are you yeah. showing each other your eyebrows? Like, we don't I mean, do like, that. 
kindly clapped back and said, like, this was reaching. There's, like, no shade towards her. And Selena agrees that I agree. Like, this is all unnecessary. I'm a fan of Kylie. But uh, so then later on, fans continued to accuse Haley of, like, shading Selena again by her literally using. (laughs) Oh, no, I know. The like, making an Instagram story and using the song Calm Down by Rima in an Instagram story, but using specifically the version that didn't have featuring Selena Gomez, which is significantly the more popular version of that song. Um, mm-hmm. And fans feel like she purposely chose the song because it featured Selena Gomez, even though like it, this was the one that didn't have her vocals in it. Uh, and then on like Haley's birthday tribute to Justin. It was like getting flooded with like negative comments from Selena fans. And honestly, like I'm surprised she didn't turn off the comments, but again, also in the eyes of there's no such thing as bad press, getting engagement, getting your photo out there more, getting all that hype. It's going to lead into that. And then on Justin's birthday, he was posting photos saying that he looks unhappy with his wife on Instagram and getting, this is where it's getting so deep into it. But like at the same time, it like spiraled. (laughs) It's like absolute spiral. And like, I'm not going to comment like on their marriage or whatever. Like you do you. But I'm also shocked that like, no one has, like, stepped up to make a comment about anything from anybody, like, in this whole troop. And I know. It's, just, it's been, like, crickets. Yeah. So, and then Justin also hasn't posted anything, which, I mean, to be fair, he's been busy at fucking going to Great White on Melrose every fucking week because it's right down the street from me. And I know I keep hearing paparazzi that he's there all the time. So, I'm like, okay, well, he's just busy going there with his friends without his wife. So, I don't know what's going on with this whole drama, but... You mentioned it to me, and I, like, went down a rabbit hole with it because I I didn't realize how long this had kind of been going on, which is just so stupid. I mean, and you were the one that even had, the like, the uh, speculation that the song Question by Taylor Swift was an allusion to Selena's relationship with Justin. I know. I'm pretty, like, okay, I'm pretty sure, like, months ago I was like, that's Selena's voice. Um, in the background of like, there's a very, very specific part in the song. Um, it's like where, like, it has to be Selena's voice because it sounds just like her. And she goes, it's, she does a like in a crowded room and like, I will like point it out Mm -hmm. for people. (laughs) Like, I'm like, that's, has to be Selena. But I think, like, I think that that song is about that whole thing anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, and I think she is on it. That is my speculation. I will stand and ever, now everyone's on TikTok is like, did you know the Selena? And I was like, I knew about this before, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I think it's just funny, like, the, the things that people, like, how Selena had a cooking show, and then Haley had a cooking show. And then, like, mm-hmm. Selena has a G behind her ear, and Haley has a G behind her ear. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, Selena posted stuff with, like, her rare beauty stuff. And then Haley did the same, like, face. Like, it's just, like, silly little things that probably, I don't know, maybe are intentional. Maybe they're secretly best friends. Have you heard the song that the girl wrote where she's like, you'll always be a fan? Oh, my gosh. What? This girl has written this song about this whole thing, and it has just blown up, and she's releasing it. Um, Oh, my gosh. I wish I could, like – like, she says all of these things, and then she's like – She's, like, saying all these things that allude to the situation, and then at the end she's Mm -hmm. like, but you'll you'll always be a fan because, like, Haley was – the fangirl. Yeah, I mean, like, so. if we're if we're talking about, like, the whole relationship, I mean, 
and again, we don't know what goes on in the behind the scenes, but I mean, in the public eye, it is concerning that I mean, they're that Justin's literally never done anything to kind of make reparations like for how it looks like how he's treating Haley. Like it never has looked like he treats her well. There are some instances that I will say they have both spoke out against and like gave clarification for and everything where it like for instance, um, there was a situation when they were both on the Met carpet and they were both wearing YSL one year. I don't remember what the year this was. It wasn't last year's, I believe, but they went together and um, while they were on the carpet, Haley was like messing with her eyes and she went to put on sunglasses and people thought that she was crying because there were fans on the street yelling, um, team Selena, team Selena. And they clarified later on in like a podcast that the, that wasn't the case. Like they couldn't even hear anybody on the street. She put sunglasses on because that was what was supposed to happen with the look. And Mm -hmm. she was supposed to do some without glasses, some with glasses on the only reason she's fiddling with her eyes because she just felt like she had an eyelash in it or something. She just wanted to double check before she went and put the sunglasses on. So she wasn't fiddling with her eyes before, like, while she had sunglasses on, which makes sense. Um, so I think that some of it, like, uh, is built up. But then some of it, I'm like, why the fuck are you posting that on your Instagram story at the same time? Like, I know, I know. It's so weird. And then, like, the, the this... This clip keeps surfacing from when Demi did an interview with Justin where he, like, is basically, like, talking about how they met. And then it's, like, I think it was an arranged marriage. Like, it was an arranged marriage. And, like, I don't know if he's joking or, or like, seriously feels that mm-hmm. way because her her dad was such a huge part of them meeting in the first place, or stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, I don't know. It's just been very interesting. And it's just been – it's just been everywhere. Um, and mm-hmm. so I just I just thought it was – the thing that threw me the most was the eyebrow picture. Everything else I was like, eh, yeah. what, like, eh, whatever. Like, maybe she really does, like, appreciate Selena. And, like, copying is the highest form of flattery. But at some point it does mm-hmm. get a little bit too much. So, like, I think there's some mm-hmm. – I mean, I think there's probably some pettiness. But, like, you know, everybody's a little bit petty. But it was just mm-hmm. – it was just everywhere. And I was like, what is happening? Why are there eyebrows? I was like, what is going on? <laughs> So. <laughs> and the thing that I, I'm not saying I'm defending Haley Bieber at all. Like, again, I love Selena and I, she's one of my favorite people and one of my favorite celebrities and singers. And, um, well, I love her so makeup. She's just genuine and kind. Like all of like her interactions with fans. I'm like, you're just so kind. But Anyways, I want to say sorry. as much as people keep dragging Haley, y'all are the same bitches that keep copying all of her makeup trends and all her nail trends. And the chrome and nails. Stuff. I'm like, yo. And, like, cutting their hair, so, like, Lord Farquaad. So, <laughs> sorry, that was really mean. So, <laughs> I want to say, like, y'all can hate on her, but y'all are still eating her shit. Like, you still do exactly what she's been doing. So, you can't say too much because yeah. don't be a hypocrite. you're still out there copying. Yeah, you're still out there copying her. You're still out there doing that. That's why I'm over here, like, I'm not going to talk ill about her. I'm not going to say that too bad because my nails right now are yeah. the Hailey Bieber chrome nails. So, I can't mm-hmm. say too much shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't like we said, we don't know what's going on. Like, you know, everyone's a little petty. But mm-hmm. it was just all over my feed and I was just curious what you thought about it. So when, yeah, and I'm curious what the gals think too. They can chime in on Instagram and in our mm-hmm. DMs and let us know. Um, but what has been your captivation lately? Um, so I 
Okay, so I've been on the Selena Haley TikTok, but I've also been on lymphatic drainage massage TikTok. And I have been finding like a couple gals on there who have been showing like how they do it and how they like open up the lymph or whatever. Um, do <laughs> the lymph not night. credit me for any of the things I'm about to say because I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> But like where you like you so like the the lymph node under like your armpit, like you put you pulsate it yeah. a couple times to open it and then you like push the very lightly push the lymph or whatever it's called. Hey, I mean that's good because you're also giving yourself it. a you're also giving yourself a breast massage and detecting for breast cancer. Well, yeah, so. you, yeah, you start there and you work your way up. Um yeah. it has been like game changing like i haven't noticed anything yet because i've done it like four times but it's still, like a very nice like relaxing part of my neck like i literally have been doing it like right before i lay down to go to bed and mm-hmm. i'm here for it i'm here for the weird like drainage like i'm, I'm here for the crunchy side of medicine you know i'm a, I'm a little bit like leaning towards the crunchy gals, crunchy you know? Yeah, Crunchy? that's <laughs> that's how I describe like, you know, like people who are just a little bit less, they more look, into like Eastern medication. Like, yeah, like more alternative things than just mm-hmm. like popping an Advil or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm de- I definitely think that like my day to day life has kind of made me want to be a little bit like be a little bit more careful about the things I put in. So that anyways, side tangent. But yeah, it's been really interesting. I would love to actually go get a lymphatic drainage massage but Mm. i've heard they're a little painful but that the results are pretty cool so um the extent that i've had one is when i got a massage last year for my birthday i added like a certain um treatment to my massage where they involved a gua sha and so she went in with some of my muscles on my back with a gua sha and was going in like on my muscles. I was like, mm-hmm. girly pop, this is, whew, this is painful a little bit. But, um, I mean, you probably can feel how tight my entire back is, so I trust you. So um, I'd be curious to see how that could be used, like, on the front, like, of my stomach, too, and, like, on my chest yeah. and, like, my throat. Because um, I do use my gua sha sometimes on my throat um, to kind of, like, drain those lymph nodes as well. So Yeah, so the, I have one, and it's just in a drawer because I don't know how to use it. So I need to find some gua sha I'm, girlies. I need to send you YouTube videos. Yes, please do, because um, right now it's just doing nothing. So, But, yeah, that's kind of been what I, I've just been captivated by, like, taking care – more so, like, taking care of my body a little bit better mm-hmm. um, and just doing things that feel mm-hmm. feel good and are more self-care and all of that. So We love that. Yeah, that's me. What about you? So mine is going to be an extension of a previous captivation that I had. Uh, I'm sorry, but, like, when we say captivation, like, this is literally captivating my fucking mind. I cannot get Daisy Jones and the Six out of my fucking head. The music, the chemistry, the story, the fashion everything i've re- they've only released six episodes by time this ep- by time this podcast comes out there'll be more episodes but i've rewatched Man. those six episodes like probably five times now like i i i need help i am addicted and i i warned you because i was like the minute you watch it you are also going to be addicted if i'm addicted you're going to be addicted i'm and a now little I want the- scared <laughs> Now I want the Free People collection that they did with Daisy Jones. They collabed with Free People to make a whole clothing line that um, Riley, who plays Daisy, models in. And I'm just like, this is... 
now I want bangs because of the show. Like, this is not a healthy captivation, but it's one that I'm perfectly content with because I, I, I just love this whole fantasy world. And they want to go on tour, and I'm like, I will be buying tickets. Like, to for them real tour. tour? For real. Like, they've... They, like when, when they Ry- like when they used to do American Idol tour, <laughs> Riley said like they would do the song. I mean, they released a whole album. Like yeah, they, yeah, no, they, I saw they, that. They made yeah. a whole album. Yeah, and Riley said when she was auditioning for the role, they asked, "Would you be willing to go on tour? Like if you get this role?" So they haven't officially announced that, but there is. They've done live shows like to That'd promote be so cool. The, um, They've done live shows to promote the show, and I I think it'd be really cool. And uh, I think it's also fascinating that Sam and Riley, the two leads, were the only two people in the entire, like, band that didn't have prior musical experience. I mean, Riley's grandfather literally is Elvis Presley, so, like, there's that. But she had never, like, professionally done music or, like, sang really or got, was vocally trained or anything. Um, and so... They, like, practiced for years before they got into it. But um, all the other cast members, like, had done music prior. So, um, yeah, it, it's really cool. I think you would love it. The music is amazing, and I'm obsessed with it. And I cannot get Regret Me out of my fucking head. It's ingrained at this point, and I will be buying everything from the Free People Collection. Thank you so much. I love that. That's awesome. I really need to watch it. I was on Amazon the other day and I saw it and I was like, mm, I need to just do this. But I want to watch it with Blaine because I think he would really like it too. Yeah. 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 Well, before we get into today's episode, uh, I want to let you guys know we are doing a friendship episode because we don't ever really do them. And this is something that we really wanted to make a main kind of pillar within our podcast because we always say life is better with a gal pal. And we, while we do focus on relationships, we're also trying to focus on friendships. So we have a couple other friendship episodes that you can check out if you look to our catalog on Apple or Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And while you're there, make sure you hit follow and subscribe for more and leave us a nice little rating and review. It really does help us out. You can also follow us on our Instagram at the Gals Guy Pod and our personals at Emily Elise and at Hannah Adams Miller for more content from us. But we're going to get into a couple ad reads really quickly and then jump into today's episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Okay, so like I said, we, you know, we wanted to kind of expand more into the friendship topics of this podcast and really define like, you know, the meaning of gal pals and what it means to live your life like with your best gal by your side at all times. And I definitely think one of the things that no one likes to talk about is, you know, fights that happen in friendships. Hannah and I have definitely had like our tiffs and everything. We've never had like a full blown, like, I hate you. I'm not going to speak to you for a couple days or anything like that. Um, I've never, I've had a couple friendships that I've had that happened, but that was much younger in my life when that happened. Um, yeah. I don't really think I would tolerate that now because I would just be like, no, like we're just going to have it, a conversation. Like we're going to talk about this and we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to fix it like yeah. adults and then we're going to move on. Yeah. Because if I'm willing to do that, then I'm willing to feel like I don't, um, 
probably like value you as a friend in a way. But that is a conversation that I really wanted to talk about today because I think a lot of people, they hit a crossroads in their life where they are unaware, like, okay, this situation has arose. Do I stay in this friendship and like figure it out and work and like have this fight to just like clear the air and like have this open discussion or do I leave them do I end this friendship um I mean much like a relationship but I mean with friendships I think it's you know so much you can be a little bit more tender because I think friendships are just as intimate as relationships sometimes and I mean any of the big friendships that I've had in my life where this has occurred the other person made a decision for me and decided to just exit and leave. And while I do consider myself to be a very self-reflective person, I, I, I looked back at those situations and was like, was there anything I possibly could have done wrong? But I was never given the option to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And as I've looked in later in life, when I've, these moments have arose, I'm like, okay, well, I have an opportunity to have this conversation. How worth it do I think it is? What do I want my outcome to be for this conversation? And is this an appropriate time to just like say, forget it and just like bygones be bygones and drift apart, like how some most friendships end? So yeah. I'm curious, like, what you've also had your fair share of friendship tiffs um, growing up and throughout life. What has been like your main resort to do has this ever occurred to you where you had a chance to have a conversation or did they all just make the decision for you or did you end up just drifting apart naturally I think the most of the ones that like um had some sort of tiff or you know something go awry or whatever happened earlier on like like you were in the deep high, stages end of high school college like I was still maturing um and so I don't I think if those same situations would have happened now in the present mm-hmm. I would have tried to have some sort of conversation mm-hmm. um and maybe not have an out like I don't know if I would want to have go into the conversation with an outcome in mind for the fear of it going the complete opposite way. Um, maybe I guess when I, when I say that, I mean yeah. being – it's like how I would say in a relationship, like when, if like your needs aren't being met. Mm, okay, yeah. And they're not like willing to compromise yeah. for that. Are you willing to then end it? Like yeah. if like say you want to be like, – you want to define the relationship. Well, this person doesn't want to be in a relationship. Are you like, well, my need is that I, will, I want to be in a relationship – don't bring up something like that unless you're willing to sacrifice and walk away and leave that. That's what I mean by that. that yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That makes, that makes total sense. So like, um, yeah. you're going in like, so if I were to go into those same situations now, um, yeah, I could see myself like if it didn't go the way that I thought, or like we didn't come to some sort of resolution, then I would just be like, okay, like, I feel like this is just, you know, our natural time to, you know, sep- drift apart. Because um, some friends do well, and I, that's are what only I was meant there for temporary thing, right? Yeah. And I feel like a lot, like I have had several friendships that I made in college that have just kind of drifted apart. Like nothing happened, and nothing, like was said, and and nothing, like nothing, just nothing happened. Like we just naturally aren't in the same. Life's got busy. Yeah, yeah. life got busy. We're not in the same place anymore. We have totally different 
lifestyles. We have totally different goals. We have totally different things that we're really focusing on. And I think that that is just like what you said, like friendships, some friendships are meant to be a lifetime while others are meant to be just a part of your life or just be there for that yeah. certain moment or be that for there yeah. for that chunk of time or come into your life and a new new point because there's always room to make new friends and i think yeah. we get so caught up and like oh well we've been friends for 20 years and like that's wonderful like to have like mm-hmm. one friend like that like i just feel like everybody needs some sort of friend that they've had for multiple years where they've gone through things together. But not every friend has to be that. It's okay to be 29, 30 and make a new friend. And then like, like it, like it just don't think that you have to stay friends with somebody just because you've known them for X amount of years. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean like a girl that I was friends with the bridezilla, if you were new tuning in, I had a friend who was, uh, we became friends when we were three years old. And, you know, when we were both like 23, 24, um, I was kicked out of her wedding um, for literally not doing anything. And if I did something, she never gave me the opportunity to even um, defend myself or even get clarification. Um, but it all came down to, to my, in my opinion, um, I wasn't willing to measure up to her new, um, richer lifestyle. I couldn't, I wasn't fitting into that because I was, you know, Mm -hmm. just graduating undergrad, gearing to go to grad school. I was broke. Um, and she was definitely of a different tax bracket than I was. Um, (laughs) but that was the thing. We were friends for so long and just because we were friends for so long doesn't mean anything. When you were, uh, Hannah and I, you, we have been friends. I was going to say like 11 years, like 12 years, 12 years. 12-ish years. Yeah. We've been friends for 12-ish years. But within that friendship, yes, we've life has changed. We have changed. We're not the same as we were when we were literally 17, 16 years old. But mm-hmm. because of our friendship, because like we've had a much deeper friendship than I think me and that girl had, um, we've been able to be more flexible in a way where like we allow each other to grow and accept that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't change anything. Like we leave that buffer room for the other person to change um, because that is a natural part. Whereas that friendship, yeah, there was years there, but there was no room for us to be not on the same page. Like if, yeah. different walks of life. Yeah. And I feel like you and I are very good about like, if you're having a lower day, like I'm okay to take some extra weight or vice versa Mm -hmm. or like if Mm -hmm. you need more support or you need less support like I feel like at this point it's very similar to like a relationship like we are able to kind of read each other and be like Mm -hmm. okay Emily is stressed today like I'm gonna either like I'm gonna say something to like either if she needs to vent or if she just needs to like not chat today or you know I can usually tell like when you're I can usually tell when you're not in a good mood by just like how much you text me (laughs) I'm like literally if I'm not I'm getting like five text messages in a row, um, Hannah's either, not having a good I'm day. Either, I'm either not in a good mood or I'm, I'm like so busy that I'm like trying to give you the like, like a bare minimum response to be like, hey, I'm here. I'm listening. But like I like even today we hopped on our call and I was like, I'm going to freaking scream. <laughs> she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I was like, it's not you. It's just all the things in my life. But but no, I feel like and I only feel that way in very small amounts of friendships mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe 
three or four max. Um, yeah. Like, if I don't reply to a text message of yours, it's nothing where you and I are like, I'm not going to sit there and wonder, like, why the fuck didn't she text me back? I'm just going to send the next thought I had <laughs> just keep on. Like, um, I she'll do catch up eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, uh, like this is such a, like, side note. But, like, now that you can, like, re- reply specifically to text messages, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is game changing. I can just send, like, 15 thoughts and then you can reply however you would like. Yeah. But, but yeah. And, no, then, I, you know, because we're in different time zones, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's I, really there's hard. There's times where, like, I will be texting you like late at night and i'm like she's asleep but she'll wake up to this newsletter um so Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep but there's some friends where i feel like if i text them i'm gonna and they don't reply i'm like is everything okay like why did not text me back like you worry about it and it's because you don't have that depth and you don't have that safety net in a way Mm -hmm. um and you're gonna sit there and like overthink and like question like like, what does this mean? Like, and I don't ever want to feel that way. And so that's why I'm always like, let's just air it out. Let's just air it out. Let's get it out there. Let's just talk about it. Um, exactly. I don't ever want to be sitting there and being like, should I, like, should me and this person even be like friends? Or like, is this something that I should just like not fight? Like, I don't ever want to be in that place. And if I'm in that place, then I'm going to let it drift apart. Because I'm just like, I don't want to sit So you're going like, to let it drift apart instead of even putting energy to having the conversation. Um, well, I To, be, I to think figure out, would, like, what's I, going on. On it, like, this is going to sound bad, but I honestly think it would depend on the friend. Mm. Like, my very, very close friends, if something were to go awry where I was like, I just, like, don't know how I'm feeling. Like, this feels off. I would definitely have a conversation. But if it was somebody mm-hmm. who was more of, like, a every now and then friend or, like, we got together, like... Once a year, we're more of an acquaintance. Like you only hang out with them when you go to the movies or something. Yes. Then I would probably just, honestly, too, I feel like sometimes I'm the only one that reaches out. And so like, what if I just didn't, what if I just didn't reach out? I have those intrusive thoughts like every day where I'm just like, like, what if no one texts me? (laughs) I'm like, what if, like, what if I just didn't reach out? Like, would Mm -hmm. like, like, would you ever? Yeah. And so like in that kind of situation, like I'm getting to the point in my life and I know that it's just going to get worse, especially after our conversation with Scout of like, I am very selective with my time and with who I put energy into and what I put energy into because I feel so incredibly busy and I just don't want to waste my time. Like fair. As selfish as that sounds, but I think it's a good selfish because, like, we get one, like, we get, for all we know, could be different, we get, like, one shot. And, like, I'm just, Mm -hmm. like, tired of petty situations and I'm tired of, like, wasting time on people who don't really care. Like, if I, if you haven't met my husband, if I haven't met your child, like, I'm done. Like, I'm just, I'm I'm not wasting my time because, like, obviously I'm not an important person in your life to the point where, like... I don't know. I just don't want to waste my time on it or anymore. See, as, as me, as somebody who moved out to California and had to, like, make a ton of friendships mm-hmm. organically from scratch, yep. I was like, so, like, when am I allowed to talk about trauma? <laughs> I get into it. You're and like, it, I know that can we do I this? know that we're deep into a fr- – this, this is how I can tell that we're at that level. It's when I – Keep refer because I will always and I continuously refer to Hannah as my best friend Hannah. 
when I get to the point, they're like, we know who the fuck Hannah is. Like, you can stop putting the like that prefix before her fucking name. I'm like, okay, so we're at that, that level. Okay, okay. Yeah, I still cool. refer to you as my best friend Emily who moved to L.A. <laughs> And, and they're, they're like, like and we know what Emily. They're I like, met Emily. They're like the redhead we know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I do it so often. Like, like it's just like your your first name is my best friend, and your last name is Hannah. Like that's what it is. But you have, but you have a valid point. Like one, like one, when you get to that place in a friendship where people know about things other than like the surface of what you're showing them every day, like they know about people that they've not even met. I feel like that is like a clear indicator that you've got a good friend. But if you have a person you sh- in your life that's just kind of like, wait, who like who who are you talking about? And you know you've brought it up like seven times. Or like mm-hmm. they say they support your music, but they don't. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. s- like silly mm-hmm. things like that. I'm just kind of like, why am I here? But at that point, that's what I'm saying. Like those friends that I no longer I can just say Hannah to. And they're like, if oh, there's yeah, something we know. If there was something to go wrong and, like, I felt like vibes were off or whatever or there was to be a boundary crossed or, like, upsetting moment, mm-hmm. if there was something to go wrong in those friendships, those are the ones I'm like, okay, I probably should have a conversation with them instead yeah. of just letting them drift and everything. Because we put an investment into each other's lives to take stock of the main characters and the plot line. Um, we should have a resolution to this in some way and hopefully maybe it doesn't end hopefully that friendship doesn't end after we have this conversation but I'm, I'm not comfortable with this just fading to black there's so many film yeah. references in that entire fucking like sentence no but but I know what you're saying like if if you have if I have invested time in you but you have not invested time in me or we both haven't invested time in each other then I don't I don't know how important it is to have a conversation if it feels like it's going to be a weird thing. Do you know what Valid. I mean? Valid. So, but I agree with you. I definitely think if like I know things about you that are, you know, more personal or I've like been friends with you through this walk of life or, you know, whatever, and we've invested time and energy and space, then yeah, I'm going to want to have some sort of conversation I, with you. I deserve to know what the fuck is up. Yeah. But I would like to go over just a couple of things where if you are wondering whether or not it's time to kind of like walk away and maybe there hasn't been an incident, but you're noticing, like I, I've had friends before where I feel like I'm always going to bat for them. Like they, like they're losing friends mm-hmm. left and right. And I'm constantly sitting there defending them and people like don't like them. And I'm like, okay, why am I fighting for this person? Like what value are they adding to my life? Like, what are what is everyone else seeing that I'm clearly just blind to? Right, like why are y'all all falling yeah. all out like flies? Like what what is going on that I am not seeing? Like why why where truly because I mean like glasses off. and that is one thing. I and I, I my mentor even mentioned this too. He's like I expect you to point out the assholes to me because everybody else is going to kiss up to me and no one's going to. Sh- sometimes I'm more people are not going to show me their true colors mm-hmm. and I trust in you guys to tell me like who. Because he is a very, like, successful person. He, like, wants us to be able to point out, like, if somebody is not somebody he should be investing time in. So, and, and I've had that thought. I've taken stock of that. I'm like, wow, I've had some friends that, like, a lot of people don't like. Like, 
what am I not, what's not clicking for me? What am I not seeing? Yeah. And so again, it goes back to my self-awareness. It goes me to self-analyzing because I've gone through so much fucking therapy in my life. <laughs> that I will just sit there and take stock of everything instead of actually just feeling things sometimes. But I, I think some important things that you should be like wondering, like you're take note of your questioning that this person's toxic likelihood of your questioning it, that maybe that they are. Mm. But I think that, if they've, like, you know, formed, like, some malicious habits um, and they they don't leave you feeling safe and you don't feel, like, comfortable in this friendship anymore, that that could be a clear sign that, that your body's trying to tell you that maybe this isn't something that you should be investing time in. Um, yeah. Or they suck you into, like, unnecessary drama with other people or, like, like the Haley Selena. <laughs> like if like so if, kylie you know, should be taking notes be, kylie should be drifting apart from saying, Haley. i'm just saying no i'm just kidding but like <laughs> no seriously like if if you're somehow getting involved in things that you typically would not get involved in or you find yourself talking like gossiping more or you just find yourself feeling a little bit i have always i think you and i have talked about this i actually it may have been my friend from college we always talked about how if we left hanging out with a friend feeling negative or having like negative thoughts, then that was not good. We should leave hanging out with a friend feeling good or feeling normal or, you know, like, like, but if you're leaving and you're so worked up or you're so negative or like every time you hang out with this person, it's this like negative energy or you just dread like, hanging out why? with them. Yes. Or you're kind of like, oh, I don't really want to go hang out with her because like all she's going to do is talk about X, Y, and Z. And like I really just don't have the energy or want to like mm-hmm. want to participate mm-hmm. in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like those are all flags that are like, mm, maybe this is just like not the person for you. Mm-hmm. I want to leave a friend – like I want to leave hanging out with a friend feeling refreshed and mm-hmm. – um, like, like I, like I spent good quality time or that I learned something new or that like, we just like went and did something that we both love. I don't want to come back feeling like, wow, I, we, we just talked crap about that person or, you know, all they did was want to gossip and I just feel like in a terrible place. Like I don't want any of those feelings. Well, so. and on top of that too, like I was also was having this conversation recently with a friend, um, that was going through this and I, you know, I realized, and they realized too, because we we both know this person. Um, they are better friends than I am. But I'm like, if you feel like you, if you bring up a conversation and you're just going to get attacked back and, like, you're, they're not going to mm. have, like, a normal reaction to, like, you bringing up a concern, that is a telltale sign that this is something that's not healthy and that's not, like, if you feel like you have to be on the defense and, like, you're the victim like they're, they're making you feel like you're the villain. I mean, I'm sorry, not victim. They're making you feel like you're the villain yeah. every single time. Then, like, that's just not something that you're going to grow and nurture into. And, like, Mm-mm. that is not a growing friendship that you need to stay in. Um, right. Because, like, what is that adding to your life? Because you're just walking you're just walking on eggshells. You're walking on eggshells. Yep. And oh, my gosh. I, I hate that. Like, you just <laughs> never feel like you're... You don't know where the word in the conversation is going to take a hard left turn and you just feel on edge. Like, that is not something that I personally want to be in. I don't tolerate that very easily. I am very quick to leave those dynamics. But I also, like, 
don't want to have to constantly play offense to you, like, if we're just having a conversation mm-hmm. and I don't agree with what you're saying or... I'm not saying that I was going to say... Not saying yeah, that, like, go ahead. we have to align on everything, but, like, I don't want to have to constantly feel like I'm going to go play, like, the Super Bowl and, like, I'm on offense or something. Like, I want to be able to feel like I can freely speak, like, my opinions in a respectful way, obviously, and not feel like I am, you know, suddenly the bad guy. Yeah. I was going to comment like halfway through, but you just nailed it on the head. Like I like a friendship where I can take my filter off Mm -hmm. and I can actually tell you what I'm thinking and we can have an adult civilized conversation about things. And like, if you don't agree, that's cool. Like, tell me why. Like, I want to learn more. Like I, like, I want to see it from your point of view. I love playing devil's advocate. I love when people play it for me sometimes. Um, I was like, bitch, what? (laughs) (laughs) But well, I think it's like really hard over text. I think this is like in person. Yeah. But I no, really yeah. do appreciate like not feeling like I have to put a filter on. Like I really, mm-hmm. those are the kind of friendships that are flourishing. And those are the kind of friendships that I'm putting stock into. The ones that actually want to hear what my thoughts are instead of, mm, are you, oh, that she's just the happy, positive gal. Like, but not also, always. Like, like, also, I don't, I feel like you should be comfortable in a friendship for your friend to call you out on your shit. Like exactly, my coworker and I are the best uh, version of that in our office. Yeah. Like we call each other out, but it's like funny. Like we're being funny about it, mm-hmm. but we are. Like I mean, and I I appreciate that. Like I like she, <laughs> like the other day, I was like, I don't know how to do this. She was like, You do. I've explained it to you. You're just not listening. And I was like, yeah, You're right. <laughs> you're right like my brain isn't a million miles like like I'm hearing you say it but it's not clicking because I'm not actively listening to you Mm -hmm. um and I was like fair like I'm like I'm gonna take note of that because I think that I've had a really hard time with active listening recently and I don't know if it's I just have a lot of tasks to do and I feel I'm feeling overwhelmed or what but it was just like in a joking way she was like hey listen to me better and I was like oh Okay, cool. Like, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. But like those kind of friendships where you where you can like call each other out and like, but it not be this whole big ordeal. Like, give your being so. a shady fucking person. I'm gonna call you out on being a shady fucking person. Like, yeah. And if you're going against something that is like morally wrong, or like if you were like, I'm not afraid to call you out on that. And right, if you can't handle that. I don't think this is a growing friendship because that's not something that I hide either. Very much I wear that on my sleeve. Like, this is the kind of person I am. If you think that I'm... you watch me. If you watch me call other people out on their bullshit, don't think that you are not absent from that. Like, if you do something, I'm going to call you out on it. If you don't like that, then why are you here? You knew this from the beginning. That's how I was. And it's not like I'm doing it in a disrespectful yeah. way. It's just that... Right. If you're doing something that is, like, if you were fucking cheating on Blaine, I'm like, bitch. Like, I would hope that you would call me I'd out. I'd be like, Jeez um, I don't think you realize what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like, I, like, just setting a person straight on that. Like, if, and I would hope someone would do that to me. And that's why I take, that's why I'm so self-reflective on, like, my behavior and stuff. Because I... I'm just analyzing to make sure that I am constantly trying to be a good friend. I'm trying trying to be a decent person. Yeah. Well, and also, too, I think that you being so self-reflective, 
like you're going to align with people who are also self-reflective. And if you're, you're by this one person who can't even recognize any of their own faults and they're super stubborn, set in their ways, like you're going to, like your heads are going to hit together mm-hmm. more times than mm-hmm. not. Cause I think it's real, and I think that as I've gotten older, I've realized how, like, I feel like years ago, I probably would have been the stubborn person, like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong, whatever. But like, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that like, it's so important to be self-reflective because, and I'm trying to be a little bit more conscientious of like how I respond to things. And like, we've talked about this multiple times on the podcast, but like, it's one of the things that we can control. And so taking that into consideration with your friends too, like if they are just like constantly deny, deny, deny of anything they've done wrong. And like, you're sitting there watching them do it. Like that might be a, that might be a toxic Mm -hmm. friendship too. Mm -hmm. I think like the way you're able to tell, like if this is something where you should walk away and not, not voice your concerns, because that's what we're here to discuss, is if you should voice your concerns. You can do that all you want. You can run the marathon. You can speak it. You can go up and fight it in the ring as much as you want. A person's only going to listen so much. And if you see mm-hmm. that they are now acting different because you voiced your certain opinions, or they they hear you, but they're not changing anything, and you have the right to say this friendship no longer is aligned with my morals, so I don't want to participate in it anymore. You can choose to then walk away. But I think also if you just think about the idea of your life being lighter in a way, and for me, as somebody who has ADHD, I am very much an object permanence kind of person. So if I don't even notice <laughs> that you are no longer in my life, like say we haven't talked for a bit, and I just completely, like it has had no effect on me. I You just easily removed out of the situation very calmly and easily. It has not affected my routine at all. There was no point in me hanging on to them. There was no point in me hanging on to that friendship. Like, and Yeah, it's just one more thing that you have to worry about. Yeah, and so I think if the idea of it being in the past makes you feel lighter, that is your sign right there. And like we said before, it is okay. Not all friendships are meant to last forever. And as we age, we change the people we allow into our life must be in sync with us. And you can choose to grow with those people, but you don't always have to. You you know which ones are yeah. worth fighting for in those ways. Um, oh, but yeah. Absolutely. I'm always open to communication and change and solutions, but I mean, there comes a time when you have to kind of accept your own efforts in a way and just walk away. Some people are not going to meet you that way. They're not going to meet you halfway. And it sucks because you're like, wow, like I invested all this time in this person and I really thought we were close and they're just going to let me slip away like that. Like, did this mean nothing? Like all that time that we spent together, is it really just that easy for you to cut off my life? Sometimes, yeah, that is the bitter truth of it all is that sometimes what you mean to one person is not the same amount to that other person and yeah people will choose partners over you people Mm -hmm. will choose um money over you um they will choose getting ahead over you um as we've said before other people's priorities are not always the same as your priorities and it's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. um, when you understand that people may not value friendships as much as you do. Um, and there comes a time when you have to decide when you must accept that you've done everything you can and you deserve better treatment from a best friend. Oh, yeah. You ultimately have to take care of yourself first. Like, 
you can't give from an you can't what is that you can't pour from an empty cup mm-hmm. so if you're not like if you're not feeling fulfilled by it then you know maybe it's time yeah and that's okay yeah it's fine like i i look back on the friendships that i've lost and i'm like okay out of those three that come to the top of my head the significant ones that have happened in the recent years what would have the difference been since we didn't have a conversation? They just, they chose to end it for me. What would the difference have been if we had had a conversation? And for some of them, I just would have liked to have known if I did something wrong. Because yeah. I, while I say I'm a very self-reflective person, maybe there's something that I'm just clearly not saying. And how do you expect someone to change their ways if you aren't honest with them and just don't tell them? Like, I, I yeah. think that that is the nicest thing you can do. Like, and still like, respect the friendship. Be like, I don't want you. I don't think we should continue this. I still respect you as a person, though. But um, this is how you hurt me, and you you heal in that way and you move on in that way. I don't. I don't think that they're. I don't think there's a way to kind of get around that, if that makes sense. Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, on the other hand, wonder if it, it would have escalated things and just made things completely worse at the same time. And Yeah. Or w- if you felt like you were, like, constantly having to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I would also hate to be in that situation, too. Yeah. And it's so. just going to make you feel even worse and no one's going to leave mm-hmm. happy. And so... Yeah. I think you have to take it case by case. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's really no good answer. I feel like it's just, like, your relationship with that person and whether or not you want it to just drift away or if you want to have a conversation about why it's drifting away. And and I, I really do feel like it is just, like, there's no treatment for one. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, like, plan to follow. But you just kind of have to – and – also, they also have to be on board. So if they're not on board with having a conversation, then you've done all that you can. So Yeah. yeah. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Wow, I think that's a great survival tip for us to leave it on. Look at us. Working together. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> Teamwork makes that dream work. <laughs> and so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.